welcome ladies and gentlemen this is john bosco by names i'm so happy to be here this evening with the children of god all the sons of god we thank god for his mercy and his grace for the provision of life for the grace that he has granted to us all i want to thank everyone that just joining in right now may god bless you may you feel at home don't worry the seat that you've taken it is yours as long as you don't take it at home but <laughs> it is yours by the grace of god thank you so much for joining uh, once again my name is john bosco guitar i'm so happy to receive you this evening and uh, live on podcast we are looking at judgment and justice and of course we are going it's going to be a format of discussion some of my other guests are going to be joining us tonight and we are going to be discussing on several issues we are going to talk on different areas as we are raising different views on how we can really balance between justice and what we call judgment i've ever been in life and being judged but you feel like you need justice in life okay apart from that in the field of work at your workplace what kind of people that you're working with and what kind of uh, judgment do they make upon your life do you really feel okay with it or sometimes it becomes very very hard for you to figure it out and for, and, and and handle it in life just because of what they are saying just because of what really they say sometimes maybe or about your conduct it could be or about your behavior it could be or about about everything you know people can never stop talking people can talk from day one up till you are in a grave even when you die people stay talking about you and that's why you hear different comments <laughs> yeah and there but we're asking ourselves is it okay to judge is it okay for a christian to make judgments is it okay for a christian to make judgments is it and if it's okay for us as christians to make judgments therefore what what can happen and ladies and gentlemen just a simple break and i come back As I've told you by the grace of God as I've told you this evening is such a wonderful evening to be in God's presence as we are discussing on different issues in the area of judgment I've just made it to be judgment versus justice because where there is judgment you cannot forego justice ladies and gentlemen sometimes things are not easy in the way how we look at them but before we enter into such kind of a discussion I'm going to request us to pray together by the grace of God and we give God the praise and and glory this evening. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight for the grace, for the power, for your might hand and everything that you're doing in our lives. We thank you for protection, we thank you for your grace, we thank you for the lead, we thank you for everything in life that you do. Regardless of everything or what or what 
but you've been faithful, O Lord. You've been merciful, O Lord. We would like to give you praise and give you honor. We thank you for the protection. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for each and everyone that you provided to. We thank you for each and everyone that you've helped, that everyone that you've given in hand, support and everything. We thank you for our parents. We thank you for our families. We thank you for our children, siblings. We thank you for the businesses that you've entrusted with us. We thank you for the people that you've given us in life as friends, for the people that have given us in life as beloved ones. Father, we thank you for each and every kind of happiness that you've given in our lives. And even during the consequences and problems and circumstances that has been happening in life, we thank you that always you've been making a way where seems to be no way. This evening, as we continue to share, as we continue to enjoy the discussion, as we continue to discover, coming to the common conclusion of your word, King of Glory, according to the guidance of your word, we pray that you lead us, you guide us, your wisdom and knowledge is what we are looking for, so that we can make it best, so that we can walk in life as we are guided by your grace and by your power. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you hear what I'm saying, you can just type for me, amen, by the grace of God. Amen. Thank you so much once again for being here this night. Let me come back. yeah by the grace of god again i'm back yes miss penny you're most welcome i've just seen you here just um joining us by the grace of god yes miss penny do you hear me how are you today Fine. i can hear you let me let me hope let me let me hope the music in the background does not confuse you <laughs> <laughs> no, naturally. Maybe the coffee that I'm taking. Ah, <laughs> I have my coffee here also, but just I need hot water. <laughs> but I got it. By the way, by the time by the time we talked about the coffee, that's when someone gave me a packet of coffee. So I just choose. I just choose to take it at any time. But since we're next days, that is a coffee a coffee shirt and um yeah. I'm looking forward to get a cup here and I get some warm water so that I can mix my coffee also and I enjoy the, <laughs> the wonderful discussion. Yes. How, but next time you should try it better with milk, not just hot water. <laughs> milk is expensive. <laughs> milk is expensive. Fire. Just one cup is just for, is it 1,200? Now I wonder why do they include the 200? They would have said 1,000 once. For us, we want to give money when it is packed, no, no some other portions. We just want just to pack the money. <laughs> anyway, how has been your day? Can you, can you please try to enlighten someone and maybe you have a testimony for this week or this day? In the three days so far, we have moved in the week. I think now we are in the midst of the week. Not so? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so praise God, church. I hope everyone is doing well. I want to warm you all to the coffee church. I am Penny. 
and uh, I'm glad to be here. Hope you're all having your coffee. So, uh, about my day today was um, a very busy day. I can say it was a very, very, very busy day for me. I had quite a number of things to handle, and they all needed maximum attention. So. I'm glad I made it out of that day. Uh, I'm glad I made everything. I did everything that I was supposed to do today. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for that. God. Mm-hmm. My testimony is today I shared uh, I shared the message. I, I shared the word of God with a certain friend of mine. He's going through a lot. And I didn't know. I couldn't tell. None of us could tell because of his lifestyle. Mm. When you look at him, you can think he's really fine. <laughs> when you judge him on... <laughs> when you judge by how you see him, mm. he's actually doing fine. Mm. But when I got to talk to him, mm-hmm. I found out a number of stuff that he's actually going through. Mm-hmm. He, he was almost getting suicidal at some point. Mm-hmm. But we thank God that um, he, he used me to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And now yeah, I, I, I'm going to walk with him. Wow. I thank God for Oh, that. So that, uh, that is me Penny, we are with her tonight, and uh, of course, she's a moderator of this podcast. <laughs> she's the moderator of this podcast. She's the host. Uh, I'm just in a place of just um, making the introductions. Really, I cannot say about those things. I don't know much about those things. You guys, I don't know who knows things of moderate modulation. <laughs> But I can see the headings all about judgment versus justice. As I've been saying, it is really very hard to talk about judgment and don't talk about justice. I know everyone in life you want justice, and I know Penny also you love justice. Most especially when you are in that pos- in, the, in that situation when you feel like everyone is uh, crucifying you about any issue or something. You feel like you want justice to happen. Sometimes we we demand that sometimes we demand for that justice but i have a question have you ever been judged <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> do you mind over what ever been judged <laughs> <laughs> so mm-hmm. I used to, that was back then in, in high school. Okay. I used to sometimes come to school mm. in a lousy way, mm. I guess, in a lousy way, like not tucking in, mm. putting on open shoes, mm. and all that stuff. Mm. And the Ascaris. <laughs> As the gate mm-hmm. would assume I'm not coming from home. Mm. Would assume I didn't sleep at home. Mm. Uh, so I I had to be checked that I like would check my bag, check everything, and all that stuff to make sure I don't have illegal stuff mm-hmm. entering the school. 
and then because of my lousy hair they thought because of okay my whole form six because of my lousy uh, behaviors no one ever thought i'd pass they all said you're not going to pass mm-hmm. you can't pass with that lousy kind of lifestyle you can't pass when you, you're not reading books you can't pass when you don't listen to what your teacher said and all that stuff mm-hmm. yeah i got that kind of judgment one time in life okay oh uh what can i say about that when it comes to judgment i don't know in life uh, uh, there is a lot <laughs> a lot even i can f- and i can look for something to do and i can feel ready to get what really i can give out as a judgment to my side but there are so many things in life from school in the working areas or in the field different fields and by the way even at home i've ever been at home whereby you are the youngest or you are the eldest and hey <laughs> Whenever the youngest does something wrong they call you who is mature and they ask you questions why did this person do that do, do this uh, why did this person do this so all those all those things so it's you always they judge they always pass over they always pass over judgment to you and really you don't you cannot feel well I'm a firstborn I know that uh-huh, you <laughs> Adverse bonds always they suffer. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let me just have a break and then I come back. Alright, alright, we have another guy in the Bible and this guy is called Joseph. Joseph The guy was judged just because of the gift he had. Do you know what his brothers did? They had to throw him in a pit. Afterwards, he was already sold as a slave and to the Egyptian uh, to the Egyptian big guy, people who have money, people who are uh, well off mm-hmm. guess what happened they gave him to be in charge of air on Potiphar's house and one time this is what happened a wife, Potiphar's wife wanted to mm-hmm, with a guy and the guy was like hey man that's, those are some of the moments which are really very very hard to fix up but when people came you saw how she judged Joseph and she said you know what he tried sometimes when judgment happens there is what you call lies there is what you call deceiveness there is what you call okwayiriza you know but anyway that's all okwayiza yechimuluzungu soko chimbuli ochimani Miss Penny, do you know kuch- oku, 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 in English? I can network anyway, that's all. That's how it is. At this juncture, 
allow me ladies and gentlemen to take the just a few minutes as um let just let me just take a few minutes as i'm waiting for my model to come back the network is a bit disturbing her but i believe um things are going to be fine just a few things that we need to realize when it comes to judgment and um i just want to give just one concept and that is in Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 up to 2 says do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others you will be judged and with the measure you use it will be measured to you this passage suggests that christians should refrain from harsh and hypocritical judgments recognizing that they too will be subject to judgment but in christianity we have a wrong concept of judgment and this can be approached from different perspectives christians often are encouraged to focus on self reflection and personal improvement rather than passing judgment on others and when you look into the new testament jesus teaches about the importance of love forgiveness and not judging others so judgment is not so much encouraged among us the, the christians but it's going to depend on your discussion today what is your view as a christian before even we go deeper in the biblical concepts because we go deeper into principles of the bible what do you think do you think it is right to judge mm-hmm. the bible has a stand what to call the biblical view and of course even the world has its stand but what are you saying as and gentlemen allow me to welcome miss penny to give us the next program yes miss penny Does your network favors you? Oh, I think the network disturbs her. Today's network is taking you like nothing. Yes, Miss Penny, can you hear me? the network is a problem anyway let me be continuing when the network gets better please you text me or you tell me uh, in the background but the case i was trying to drive at is here ladies and gentlemen and uh, we are so much quick to judge other people other than making a self reflection The Bible encourages us to make self-reflection instead of judging other people and it is important to know that Christians are also called to discern between right and wrong and to hold each other accountable within the context of a loving and supportive community. Penny is network stable now? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. So this is sometimes referred to as judgment within the church or church discipline. The intention behind such judgment is not to condemn or demean but to promote spiritual growth, repentance and restoration. That is my stand. Judgment should be based on restoration, spiritual growth and to promote repentance. A spirit of repentance because when you judge rightly 
you're going to encourage people to come back to Christ and they repent before God and therefore there is a restoration. That's why the Bible says in James that you who is strong in faith or in spirit once you help that brother who is weak, a sinful person and you correct that person from the diversion or from the contradiction of God's word and it comes back, you have saved that person and you've covered a multitude of sins of that neighbor of yours. So we need to be in a position always to remember that. As so far, that is a kind of stand that I can take. But other people have views. Feel free to call in from Ash to call in, Ash 3 call in. Tap on those calls. I'll be able to receive you. Don't hesitate, don't fear, and give your view about this. Is it okay to judge? What is your view about judgment when it comes to Christian circles? Yes, Marjorie. Um, so, I'd like to know what is judgment anyway? Because a lot of us, we might be judging, but we don't know we are judging. Eh, because eh. we don't know what judgment is. For sure. Um, <laughs> before you answer, I'm going to give my view on what I think judgment is. Mm -hmm. So, to me, judgment is, this is not a biblical aspect. This is just what I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't quote me right, wrong. So, uh, to me, judgment is what I understand when someone says, or someone talks about judgment is that you see someone or something and and derive an opinion about that that someone or that something mm -hmm. that makes sense you draw a, you you have an opinion about something or someone and that opinion is not just Okay, it could be in your mind, but it could also be verbal. You see a bag and you say that bag is that that bag is fake just by looking at it. Or you see someone doing something and okay, you see me walking a certain way mm -hmm. and you say that person is uh, she, she's she's she, she's maybe from you see okay you see my nose and you say she's a Muganda or she's a Munyakoli mm. basing on my nose mm. you say something and draw an opinion basing on that thing that is what I understand as judgment how about you? Mm, I've tried to post my definition of judgment in the commentary section there on podcast interface, and that is the process that ends in a decision about whether a person is worthy of his reward. And there are two places that we are given, or two options, heaven or hell. 
that's a definition I can give. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now for you you've given your <laughs> personal whatever definition or understanding. But I've just brought in what we call a biblical perspective. But again, that is too wide yeah. to express it because it's really too wide uh, to bring it to someone who is understanding and notice what really judgment means. Because we understand judgment in two ways. There is a judgment that is going to happen between God and people and the rest of the world. But we just bow the word judgment and we bring it in our daily lives. That people we become judge we become judges uh, in this present day world. Something happens and we are so quick to respond. We feel like we know much that we need to give answers to every kind of situation that happens when someone does a mistake. In other words, sometimes we don't give an opportunity of um, giving people to express themselves for whatever case that might have happened. But we are so quick even to give conclusions because judgment means you give a concluding decision of whether a person is going to go to prison, of whether the person is going to be rejected from the community or society, of whether the person is going to be isolated or ignored by the friends, by what. Remember, whatever that we say, it cannot be turned back. So sometimes that's the kind of judgments that we mean. Apart from the other that is going to happen at the end of the earth, because God tells us we should not apply judgment at this point. And the judgment is not ours to say that this person is like this. This person does this. And for us, we become judges. He says we are like taking up his seat. And lastly, judgment that we have to focus on is surrendering our weak brothers in spirit and in flesh according to what they do. We surrender them in God's hands. Our work is to pray for them. Our work is to encourage them, exhort them, and our work is to show them the way. That's why James reminds us, as I told you, that if among us that there is someone who is diverting away from truth, you who is strong in spirit, who is strong in God's word, when you help that person and turn back to truth and get saved and become to repent, come to repentance, you have already saved. You have already saved that person and covered a multitude of sins. In other words, you yourself and that friend of yours or that brother of yours, you have done a very good job. That's what I can explain right now. Now, this I think these two judgments, they have a similar aspect the judgment that I was talking about and the judgment that and and God's judgment besides that like this explanation that you've given and what I've 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 given God's judgment is a process that ends in a decision about whether a person is worthy of his reward or not. I feel like there is a a similar aspect between the two. However, this takes us to a question of is judgment a good thing or 
nuns. Why do you think about that? At some points, it's what I can say. Not every time that judgment is going to be bad. But what makes a judgment to be bad in our daily, in our daily life is the way how you execute judgment to someone. Because God, remember, when we talk about judgment, we are talking about justice. So you either, you are trying to look for ways how you can create justice for a person. Yes, something has happened, but we are looking for the ground, either for restoration. If it is not restoration, we are looking for repentance. If it's not repentance, because when someone accepts that I have done this thing, it means that person is going to face the consequences according to the judgment that is going to, make, to be made. And the judgment, after judgment being made, that's what we call justice granted to someone. And even the person who is guilty feels like, really, this thing I did it, and the judgment they have made, there is justice exhibited. So the way how we execute judgment towards our friends, that's what makes sense. That's why I said it from the beginning. We don't know how to execute. I use the word execution because it's the best word I can use in that area. How do we execute judgment towards our neighbors, our friends? Because that's what makes sense. And without that, then there is something else we are missing out. Do I sound to be clear for that? Or oh, I need to give more <laughs> deeper explanation. No. English is not my language. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, judgment could, according to you said judgment could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mm. So both the 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 judge is it the judge and the one who is being judged. You see, most times if it is on my side, if I'm the one being judged, I'm definitely going to say it's a bad thing. But if I'm the one judging, I'm definitely going to see it as a good thing. Mm -hmm. So what I understood is that according to what you said is that depends it depends on how you are doing the judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Right? So you can actually judge in a safe space as a Christian. Because growing up I've, I've always had We've always been taught and told that you, as a Christian, are not supposed to judge. You're not supposed to do not judge others. I actually thought that was one of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> of course, one thing, one thing that, again, we need to remember, all that we need to understand is, is that... The reason as to why God refuses us to judge is because we don't know how to execute judgment. 
a human being, as long as we're still in this flesh, the way how we do judgment, we depend on our desires. How can I justify myself? How can I make myself secure? How can I make myself right? Rather than my neighbor. And even after, after listening to all the conversation and the case that someone has presented, at the end of the day, I'm going to make judgment according to how I'm going to satisfy myself or my side such that people are going to see me right at the end of the day. That's why the Bible tells us that we are not allowed to judge. Let judgment be for the Lord. But judgment is only accepted to a person who is a Christian, a believer, and knows what to do. A believer who is going to use a biblical principle to make a judgment. And this judgment, what the Bible, where the Bible accepts us to use judgment is when a person is going to use a biblical principle, is going to use the scriptures, and these scriptures or in the way how this person is executing this judgment is to bring restoration to the weak brother or to the fallen brother or to the sinful brother. Because you should not forget, you who is judging, the Bible reminds us that you also sinful. You're a wrong person also. So you have to be very careful that he, when you are judging, it won't overtake you also. That's why it, first, you have to first make what you call self-reflection. And then you can extend the judgment, the rest of people, but with the aim. There must be an aim or the purpose. And that purpose is, to, is for restoration. To bring back this sinner to Christ. To bring back this brother of yours for to repentance. To bring back this brother of yours to realize the truth that this is what Christ needs in terms of instructions that are given by the Bible, according to the corrections that are given by the Bible, and according to every kind of correction of error that this brother has been making in this life, regardless of which kind of sin. Yes, madam. Okay, so you only... You only and only can judge when you have a solution. You don't just come and say you you no what you can only judge but in a heart of uh in a heart of correcting me. You can't say that I put on I, I always wear penny, you're always wearing short dresses, but you're not talking about me having to dressed decently you're always telling me or telling people or judging me of how i'm always indecently dressed but you've not taken the step to actually correct me because maybe i didn't know and, is that what you're and, and, and by the way the best way how to do that the way how you've brought it this is a true judgment that christ <laughs> jesus is looking for in a christian faith someone is putting on indecently someone is not putting on well someone is wearing mini skirts you're not you are not you are not you are not you are not obligated to wake up in the morning and you shout at someone why do you put on mini skirts why do you do this yeah why do you come to church when you are like that for last born again we don't put on like that yes You've said the right thing, but the way how you have executed that kind of judgment, 
it's wrong. And therefore, you've not restored that person. You've not helped. What is the true judgment that Christ may require from you? You've discovered this person is putting on mini skirts. Just know this person is weak in that area. You never know even in all the clothes that she has at home. There is nothing like a dress. There is nothing like a long skirt. There is nothing like any... Uh, top which is covering very well the way how you would like her to dress. This is the right judgment that you have to make for my believing and what Christ recommends. Take this girl to the boutique. Invest in her. Show her love. Help her even to choose what is the best that you think Christ loves the way how we need to put on in a church. So most of the time we are so much faster to speak when we see things and we don't know that sometimes we are breaking the body of Christ. And for us we think that, oh, now they don't want to be talked about. The way how you execute that is wrong. Bible even if you speak the truth, you have to speak the truth in love. Show someone how to dress up. You have to be exemplary. You need to be an example. Take that person in the market, go with that person in the in a boutique. By the way, that's how friendship is going to be built up. You don't know what kind of impact that you're going to make in that one's life. Instead of standing on pulpit, instead of um standing on the doorway of the church you are an usher and you speak to that woman, you speak to that girl in that way, she's weak and some people that they have just, got, have just gotten saved, they have just joined the church, you need to know the people that you're dealing with so since they have just joined the church you need to show them what really you, is required in Christ if you don't have money, pray unto God so that God can provide for you and when you get that money, go make shopping, some of you have even a gift that when you look at a person you know the size, you know the, 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 the how long this person can fit you know how you can really give this person good fittings and so on go and make shopping after making shopping call that person maybe at your home even if you meet at church show someone what to do in love but practically practically it's what we call christian practical love which is exhibited from every every christian Judgment, that is a very good judgment. That's what Christ wants. And that's what Christ come to be a judgment that every Christian you have to exercise. That's what you have to exercise. Yes. <laughs> you have someone who is putting on many skirts. <laughs> I need someone. You want to be judged. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, away, guys. yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Biblical judgment where you have to be given yeah, yeah, everything yeah. that you need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And last, and, 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 and something that I had forgotten, even if it's all about behavior, mm-hmm. even if it's all about conduct, you need to know how to approach a person. 
we have different backgrounds in life. We have yeah. different way how we understand Christ and things of God. So if you do not come in a position to be humble to the extent of Christ did, even to wash the feet of his disciples, because that was a sign, that was symbolic to show the humility of Christ. The people that you lead, you need to submit to them. You need to be humble unto them. You need to show humility unto them. When you see what they are not doing right, endeavor, if it needs money to invest in, invest in because you're looking for the restoration for, of your brother. You're looking for repentance to your brother. And you have to be exemplary. You can't tell someone, don't put on a miniskirt and you are the first person putting on a miniskirt. Okay? You can't say someone, don't put on trousers and you put on trousers which are tight. But you're busy telling people, you put on tight trousers that are showing all your maps on the body. But you've forgotten you're putting on trousers also, but they are tight sometimes. Show the person what kind of cloth. Ah, uh -uh, that's that that slogan is wrong. <laughs> that slogan is wrong. Paul Paul tells Timothy and already and he tells Titus. He's telling them these were young people, young pastors during those days. By the way, one of the people that Jesus Christ worked with were young men. It was only one person, and that is John, who was mature. But they were 15, 17, 18 years. All the disciples, when you make research about that, they were youth. But they, he trained them. He showed them what to do. But going back to the example of Paul telling Titus and Timothy when he was writing to them, he told them, these things teach. Be exemplary in a speech, in a conduct. What else if you remember that scripture? And there are so many things that they are talking about here, there. He exalted them. He encouraged them. And that's what Christians have to be. We must be exemplary. What you do is what your neighbor is going to do. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, your neighbor won't do it. Because they are learning from you. That's what I can say. The network has taken you. <laughs> oh, I think she's troubled by the network. Okay, as she's coming back, I'll be noticed. But I was still talking about decency. I was talking about right judgment that has to be made in a Christian context. The judgments that always we make, they are not in a Christian context. And most of times we are so rushed to judge others instead of first look at issues and looking into the whole procedure of what really happened and what really happening and everything. Judging a person without, 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 um, judging a person without an intention of restoration is really bad. Without an intention of bringing the brother to repentance is really very absurd. Yes, you're back. Can you hear me now? Oh, 
I think the network is still disturbing. So that's what I'm talking about. Judging a person. Judging a person without an intention of restoration, without an intention of uh, uh, leading a believer or that weak believer to repentance and to God, that's not right judgment. It's not a good judgment. And you're not out to, to do that. So we need to know how to handle people in church. We need to know how to handle people in society. We need to know how to handle people in the community at workplace, at home, as a family. There are so many things that are happening in life and always we are so much knocked with so many things in life that are leading us to do mistakes in what we are doing. But we need to be in a position. First, our intention and our goal should be restoration. Restoration means in that same truth of God. So without that, that's when we miss it up. So we need that. Yes, moderator, are you back? I think her network is really, really, really. Okay. I think she will be back uh, soon. And another thing that I can talk about again about the judgment. Um, Chibanga ya munabere waka. Ngamuli abana. Nengo mukuru bana wasigada chebakola, ngomukuru guba kolachi, guba wajiriza. Baku choku wajiriza na ya tenga omuzade bilu wako mao babu omuzade wa ya galo okunenya, anenyo mukuru choko mtu wako zenso vite babu nenya. Nenga banenya guomukuru, nenga echebachi kola anga reason being it, you seemed to be deductant of your responsibility. Yomuzade ya chitu wala angantigwe mukuru wabwa you need to guide them. Therefore, if they are making mistakes, it's you to be blamed. That's not right judgment, parents. Parents need to discover and understand that even if it is in the family, though this is the elder or the eldest amongst the siblings or the children, every person has to be handled at his or her level or stage of life. Someone whose mistake should not be blamed on someone else. That's why even when you go to the court, they're not going to blame someone else just because of this person. You who were caught in that act, it's you to face the judgment. It's you to face the consequences of what you did. All the results from what you did. So all those things, they need to be put um, in consideration. They need to be put in consideration. Yes, you're most welcome. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, sorry, I'm really sorry. My network is not so good. Yeah, I'm in some part of Uganda where the network is not so good. <laughs> 
Don't ask me where. Don't judge me. Ana judgment. Yeah, so uh I by the time I left we were talking about yeah the good and bad yeah i just made a conclusion about, about home issues about home issues yeah gwe mukuru ewaka banabasigadda batobuli nsobije bakola basalira gwe musango and i've been encouraging parents ntibate ko komi echintu echo reason being buli mtu yenna buli mwana yenne waka whether is the eldest whether is the youngest must be held accountable or handled at that stage of life individually not someone who's uh, issues to be accounted on the other person because all of us we are different so we need to know how to execute such judgments even at home those things of crucifying first born aha <laughs> uh-huh, first born <laughs> last borns are, uh, are given leniency uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's not fair by the way because a firstborn is a child at home regardless so certain times I, I feel like parents get so heavy on like they they put the burden on the firstborns and I think it's sometimes heavy for them and because you're a child at home you can't speak up and by the way that brings me to something that what what do you think about i think that's what you've been talking about where authorities like now like you you're a pastor like in families we have our parents as our guardians being the authorities there we have our teachers at school or our lecturers at campus where you are under the authority that authority but you see them doing something that's not right however you can't say anything because sometimes they've put a wall sometimes they've uh, made it seem like for them they are not for them they can't be corrected so me as a christian i've seen my pastor do something wrong or someone i'm and whom whom i'm under like whose authority i'm under i see them doing something wrong and i really would love to correct them or to help them guide them what happens what do i do then because i'm i'm definitely going to judge them according to what i see but because they've put a wall i can't really uh i can't really uh, what is it called i can't really talk to them or help them reconcile so what what happens in such a situation as in you you i i would need, i would need more clarification because the way how you've brought it it's a bit lighter would you try to go deep a bit 
I want to get entirely. So, I'm giving an example. In this ministry of heart of worship, we have you as maybe our lead pastor. I'd say that you're the lead pastor or you're just our pastor. Mm. And I'm not a pastor. I'm not any, I'm not a minister. I'm just a member of the church. Mm. And I see you doing you as my pastor. I see you doing something wrong. Mm. And I want to, I'm definitely going to judge you. <laughs> However, I want to do it the biblical way. Right? Mm. But I want to help you reconcile. But sometimes mm. those people in authority are not easily accessed. They, they sometimes put a situation that makes you feel like this person can't be corrected. This person is a, I don't know, for him, he's ever right. So, like even our parents, mm. we can't correct them sometimes mm. because we feel like for them they are right. There's even a saying in Uganda that says, um, it, it, it has something to do with uh, <laughs> the elders, they don't make mistakes. You get? So, You've seen them actually do something wrong as my pastor do something wrong, but again there is that thing. Yeah. How do I deal with that as a Christian? Because I don't want to judge you yeah. without helping you reconcile. Yeah. But again, I've seen you do something wrong, which definitely in my mind I'm going to judge you. So it's 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 really what happened. It's really a very good question, and I would like to really to encounter it in an exhaustive way. And when I talk about exhaustive way, I want to expose it, expose it, uh, expositely, uh, expository, uh, there is this to understand first. One time, I think it was today when I was discussing, and I talked about people to putting on suits, and I was like saying that I don't like to put on suits for some reasons. Because some people, they have made such kind of dressing code to be a kind of high class. And people, when they see you putting on a suit, they're like, hey, this person already reached there. Atuka. So they are full at Tatuki Kako. No, that's very, very wrong. Uh, Jovi has given you the right word. Of course, some people, they that. But I don't believe in that. That's the reality. I can't believe in that. As long as a human being, always we make mistakes. Secondly, people we need to realize and discover. Pastor, bishop, apostle, prophet, and so on, whatever kind of thing they are calling you. Those are just titles. Those are just titles. Titles should not lie to you and you think that you are above, you reached, you are in a position that you cannot be corrected, you can't be advised, you can't be given correction, you cannot be corrected from any error. The problem we have right now which is so rampant in the whole world is because the so-called people putting on suits and holding different titles, they are the people that have this really... Uh, 
disappointed the body of Christ mostly because people they fear them. They have created an atmosphere thinking that putting on a suit is what makes you to be a Christian, is what makes you to be above others. The Bible tells us we are equal. All of us we are children of God. As any other person, as Penny, as Jovi, as Maria, as any other person, when makes a mistake, when anything has happened, even you normally see me sometimes I encounter people directly when it comes to doctrine. And sometimes people have been encountering me when I've made mistakes. I have people where I, I answer, people who are holding me accountable. Okay? Every person in life, you need someone that held accountable on you. You do not be deceived by the titles. Do not be even by the way, um, uh, um, uh, be deceived by any kind of, of a title. Those are titles. And those titles are held by the grace of God. One time you're going to wake up when you're no longer having that title. And the world is going to take you as a thug. Coming back to what I'm building and I'm exposing all this. Pastor, whether you're a bishop, whether you're a what, you have to be the most humble person. Humility is required from you. Because even... The person that is in church and you take to be the lowest person, whether he's doing what or what, can advise you on something. Reason being, you're not gifted in everything. You're not gifted in everything. When the Bible talks about, when the body gives us the figurative way or the figurative example of the body of Christ, talks about our bodies, the parts that we have. Sometimes I go deeper, I go radical when I'm talking about this. Good enough, most people in the platform are mature. I go deeper and become radical when I'm explaining about the body parts that we have, that each and every part of the body has a, uh, has a, a function, an importance. And, I, and recently I, I was talking to people and I told them that if one part of the body fails to do what it's supposed to do, it affects the entire body. Because this is a problem that the church is facing. People are lactant, do not want to take up their responsibilities. We are different parts of the body, but we are very important to each other. A leg cannot tell the hand, for me I'm not a hand, and therefore I'm not going to do this and this and this. And therefore, even the hand can do the same thing. The finger. There's a reason as to why God gave you fingers which are not on the same level. They are not equal. They are of the different stature, of the different fashion, and of the different sizes. They can never be the same. And there is a reason as to why. Because that when you are handling things, every finger can have a position so that you can have the energy to lift that object from the ground or to take it anywhere that you want it. In other words, when God was creating us, he is a best designer. The way, the way he designed us, he designed us to be beneficial, each and every part to be beneficial. Therefore, when he come back to the to the issue that we are discussing right now. I wanted to be expository. This one being, I wanted to bring everything, you understand it very well. 
So when it comes to people that are pastors, their leaders, and so on, that's not the matter. The matter is, what kind of error have you made? Someone has helped you to discover that error. Someone has helped you to discover the problem, the mistake that you've made in life. And this is supposed to be a goal for you to come to repentance, restoration, understanding the truth, and you decide to do the right thing. Even the people that we are leading do not take us as if we are your gods. Some believers are worshipping their pastors. You think that you're giving them respect, but you're worshipping them. You're calling them what they are not. You're putting us in a position that we are not. You are lifting us up. And sometimes you forget that sometimes you put for us a ladder. And after when we have reached high, where you've made us to reach, and then you remove the ladder and we fall like nothing. And even when we fall, there is no help. There is no goal for restoration. There is no goal for us to, be, to repent. There is no goal for us to understand the mistakes that we make. You speak on the mouth. You celebrate us. You lift us. You do everything. And we think that, eh, hey, people, but wagala nyo and so on and so on. Wa? Abasumba, abawerezabona, tute kukubeda kudale, liobweto waze, sinsonga, olimusumba, obo olichichi. Maybe another those are titles. From Daniel Those are just titles. Those are just titles. We need to come down and accept and learn together as the body of Christ. By the way, you can listen to your notifications as the for body up to an hour of Christ. That's them, what I can say the there. So you have a right. You have a right to. You have a right to correct a pastor. You have a right to talk to your pastor. Don't be deceived that the pastor, because he's holding that title that is a bishop and therefore he's not supposed to be. Amanyo no gamamusimanya enjove biriwezirwanira. Simanya mafutagada mafutaganago. Musimanya mwine ngombo za mwenyinji ya yo. Musimanya abakuru nabakuru abasumba nabasumba ah munange eh, abakuru nabakuru kabe yabye no way no way you're going to be accountable you've seen a mistake air it out bobo mutyo mutu kilira you get an assistant way bobo ti assistant way go to those procedures like that like that like that bring the issue chisabire ebisere ebimu chisabire just because maybe some of you have wrong approaches when you're talking to people. You have wrong approaches. But discovering that you have a challenge and a problem of wrong with with approach, finding omuntu omwebuze ko gamene banange njagala kuogera ko ne musumba nyine nsonga yange. Haitoda mukunyumiza nsonge yeri muntu yokubanga atekate yobogenze muluma mongaling. But you're looking for way how you're going to approach that person. Munange nkozenta banya kutukira musumba na yenkozentia omuntu akwe ku magezi uba usabe omitingo omusumboyo your work is being done baba yagala okuulira ulirize baba tayagala ogosimole mogwera kirekero muwa mukama mu convictinge but the first step is done and the whole spirit has used you to correct this pastor obo uliao oinzo bagwa kitegedde mu buchamu 
nenga bonno tulanoyogera no musumbo yogenda kutegea lwachi kino chigenda mu maso then yo mubuze chicholooza could be the solution so that we can have a common ground and understanding and we run things according to God's will. That's the way how I can expository explain about that. Wow, wow that's, that's amazing. amazing. So you should be ready anytime. <laughs> oh, of course, for me, always I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm listening to so many people, even in the heart of worship, any, any, any. For me, I have no problem. Reason being, that is a gift given to me. As uh, when I discover that God has called me to shepherd people, He gave me the grace of every kind of character of a person that comes. Ever, God gives me the grace of how to handle the way how you've brought the issue. I'm very open. I listen and I thank God for that. I don't know whether the people can testify about that, but you can ask them, then they can talk about that themselves. Yeah. Next Wednesday, I'll come back with a testimony <laughs> of how you react. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you so much. I want to use this opportunity to welcome everybody. Thank you so much for tapping that link. Thank you for joining us. This is Heart of Worship Ministry Africa. And this particular session is the coffee chats every Wednesday, 9 p.m. We are always here. 9 p.m. East African time. So you're always here and we're always discussing a number of things. We always learn a number of amazing, amazing things. Yeah, we, we at sometimes have guests. We at sometimes have guests so please uh, feel free to invite a friend feel free to share the link feel free to tell someone about what happens here every wednesday and also if you're not a part of our whatsapp group we have a whatsapp group that runs each and every single day you can just contact the numbers that come along with that message that welcomes you you see that message that says Welcome to Heart of Worship Ministry. The numbers that are on that message, you can just contact those numbers and you will be added to the group instantly. So, uh, Musumba just told us that we can actually uh, talk to our Musumbas and, and tell them certain times when we see or when we, feel, when we think they have done something that's not in alignment with what we expect them to do as Basumba and or or even our leaders or even those people in authority, those people that we have to submit to, you know, sometimes they do things and you really feel like no or you really see them go astray. They're not doing things that align with what the Bible requires them to do. Yeah, feel free to talk to them, feel free to talk to uh someone so that they can talk to them if you actually can't. So that that also reminds us that when we are in authority, we should um, we should give room to be corrected. We should give room to be corrected. You don't act all proud and all, I don't know, you don't act like for you, 
you know everything because we are, we are all human beings so um this is going to be my last question or my last concern um we have been talking about people who judge now how about on the side of the person being judged how do i handle judgment when i've been judged how do i handle that either biblically or this other bad way how do i handle it as me who has been judged and also can i avoid judgment yeah oh. so what do you think about that also that's a very good question and uh, the way how i can encounter it is this way first of all as i told you as long as we're still living in this flesh we always make mistakes we cannot avoid judgments because our flesh is full of spots that everyone can see and they can be recognized at any point and at any time so you can't avoid judgment in life you who is judged because you're still in this flesh but again always examine yourself see what kind of judgment is made upon your life there's what we call accepting of a mistake that you've made that's the first thing that you need to know if truly in your heart you know that what they are talking about is true accept the mistake because in so doing that kind of humility that's when judgment makes sense in a christian perspective remember a person who is judging the goal must be looking for restoration leading you to repentance and therefore there is salvation for you and there is what you call pardon for you so after realizing that you have made the mistake under the humility knowing in your heart that truly i did this this is when people take another step and they say for truly i have sinned truly i have done a mistake and then you ask for forgiveness asking for forgiveness is one of the elements that shows there is what we call progress in this judgment and i'm talking about the right judgment which is in a christian perspective or the biblical one that the bible talks about i here to remind you also when you look in the bible jesus gives us the procedures of how to execute judgment to any believer and he tells us the procedure in this way you talk to your brother first when he refuses you get another person you become two when the two of you fails you become you call the third person when the third person fails you call the leaders or the elders of the church when the elders of the church fails you bring that that weak brother or that person in the church or in the midst of the church and when that person is brought in the midst of the church and fails to change the bible says now from there you put your hands off that person is chased away you even free you have right to say you know what you can go and fellowship from another place because this issue has failed to change in your life however 
Sometimes going back to the to the judges, we always so fast to go to the last to the last stage. Judgment has stages for the church. But always we shift, we run very fast to the last stage, chasing people from church, excommunicating them, putting them in their own pulpit, and we speak about their sins and we chase them away. But those are two last stages after when you have already encountered the first stages. You who is judged, first of all, if it is true that what they are talking about is true, search for forgiveness. And when you accept that for forgive, that when you accept to be, to be forgiven, there is a room for restoration. You're going to be encouraged and be brought back and therefore they are going to help you to grow. And of course, as Jesus said to the lady, go and sin no more. That area, free. Quit. Immediately quit. Never even temper to go back there. Secondly, if the judgment made upon your life, truly in your heart you know that it is not right, present it to the Father and that is Jesus Christ. Why do I say like that? People may not understand you sincerely. There are moments when people would like to do according to their will and their desire. Just because they want to put everything on you, just because that is their perspective, they are not even ready. As I told you, some people don't know how to execute judgment. They are not ready uh, they, are not, they are not ready to listen to you. They are not ready to hear from your side. Even when they give you an opportunity to hear from your side, they already have their decisions in the mind. So even they don't have any, a, any goal for restoration in their lives for you. In that case, please go before the Father Jesus Christ. You pray unto him. He will give you strength. And eventually, after some time, the true judgment will be revealed and they will start to discover that truly this, is, was, this was not you. However, during that process, there are so many people who are facing that challenge. So many people, they face that challenge. And at the end, by the time the truth comes out, when already they are wounded, they are not given time, they are not given opportunity of restoration, they are not given room for restoration, and so on. Therefore, ladies and gentlemen, you need to understand that. Once you discover that, pray. Secondly, go silent. You can't compete with the world. You can't compete with people. You can't compete with people who speaks. Most especially when you are one and there are many. Let God reveal the truth afterwards. Let them speak. But remember, everything that being done Whatever man sows, that's what you will reap. When you reap of fresh, you reap of fresh. When you, when, 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 when you sow with fresh, you reap with, of, of fresh. When you sow with spirit, you reap with the spirit. Know what God needs. Know what God requires you to do. Therefore, eventually, the truth will be revealed. The Bible tells you, Keep your keep his ways and the rest of things he will handle them. No one will give you the right judgment on this earth, but God will do so. 
That's why Christ trusts the church. And if the church fails also to execute the right judgment towards people or the victims, that's when it remains with him as the overlord and the apex of everything. That's all. Wow. So that's really amazing. I've actually judged people. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually judged people. That's not even funny, but uh, I'm really, I'm really uh, sorry about that. Like honestly, <laughs> I want to pray about that and seek for forgiveness. I've actually judged people, and a lot of times we we do that, and we when it's done to us. Now that I've done it to other people, and it has been done towards me as well. I feel the pain. I know how how hard it is to deal with, especially if someone is judging you for something that you're actually not doing, something you've not done, something you're not even associated with. It's so hurtful. I wouldn't love anyone, me being a Christian, I wouldn't love anyone to go through that pain. Yeah, so... I'd I'd like to invite a caller to come and say something about what you've learned today or what anything about judgment that you've learned today. Uh, I can see there is Maria Goretti, Joby Red Girl, YIDCM, IJK, Benja Acorn. Young Acorn, uh, you guys, you can call in. I can see Shahid. You can call in, call in and tell us what have you learned today about judgment? What is that one thing that you actually didn't know about judgment? I didn't know that you could judge someone. And and on the same note, I didn't know that it, just, just very little. I'm I'm really very sorry to hijack you, but I've just remembered right right now. Uh, we we are so so much quick to see others. That's the only challenge that we have than self examination. We need to first do what you call self reflection before even we we look to someone else. Matthew chapter five reminds us that before you remove a speck from someone's heart. I kemuita kajonjo natunaba kajamuli solya muntu soko kolechi wejemwa akako that's what the bible say in this manner what i mean first do self examination self reflection in your life you organize yourself that when you'll be able even to restore others to the right sight that you have kubago mazokiriyalinga sight yo you look very well, you see very well, you have removed the speck in your eye, and therefore you can be able to remove other other people's specks from their eyes. But if you cannot do that, you are doing a wrong judgment. Thank you so much. Guys, remove the specks from your eyes before you... <laughs> 
you start removing other people's specs otherwise you poke someone's eye because you're not seeing clearly anyway so guys uh please feel free to call in feel free to call in <laughs> someone is saying me i'm learning Maria Goretti, I don't know Awani Yakuyode, but <laughs> take heart. Take heart. <laughs> take heart. Call in and say something. Uh, Jovi, you can call in and tell us what you really, uh, what, what caught your mind today as we're talking about judgment. Or you can share that in the comment section. We're literally running out of time. So please, uh, Maria Gretti, thank you so much for that. Just mulopedi mukama. Mulopedi mukama. Otherwise, guys, thank you so much for tapping the link. I want to encourage you to share the link share the link as much as possible tell your friends invite your friends to also you know get a piece of the sweetness of coffee chats and also i want to remind you to always have your coffee at nine yeah it's only on wednesday where you can take coffee at night only on wednesday so other days you're not allowed to apart from wednesday so please yeah have your coffee with you and don't 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 take that. Musumba, what coffee do you take? As long as how do you, as long, how do you make it? as long as it is coffee, but I think I take Jesus coffee. <laughs> <laughs> how do you make it? Um, mixing our mixings, mazigosha, then take a cup of coffee, go and worry. Amataga bay now. <laughs> don't be like musumba guys you make your coffee with a cup of milk if you can take milk make your coffee with milk not with hot water yeah so i think no one is willing to call in or if you're willing to call in you can let me know in the comment section if you may be struggling with network or anything. You can let me know. I would like uh, for Musumba to give us a concrete quote your mind. What did you learn in today's episode about judgment versus justice? Musumba, what caught your mind? We are going to be wrapping up with that. Um, the thing that caught my mind that the concept of judgment it has to do with the church discipline within a Christian community, where instances mm -hmm. where instances that someone whose actions or beliefs conflict with the teachings of the faith or cause harm to others. Mm -hmm. So in such cases, the Bible instructs believers to address these issues within the church community. But remember, the most thing that I would like to address in this has caught my mind, the goal is to promote repentance, restoration, 
and the overall well-being of the individual and the community. Then second, um, I can talk about the same judgment can be done on discerning false teachings. So, we as Christians, we are encouraged to test teachings against the scriptures and exercise discernment to protect themselves and others from misleading or harmful beliefs. Then personal accountability. This can involve gentle correction, encouragement and exhortation to live in accordance with the teachings of Christ. And lastly, moral and ethical issues. Okay? This can involve assessing actions, policies, or behaviors that go against the principles and values delivered from our faith. So, with judgment, mm. those are the areas in which we need to exercise it as Christians. But as I've told you, what are the three things for that goal? Is to promote restoration. Uh-huh. What else if you are... Repentance. Repentance. And overall well-being of the what? Of the individual and the community. Yes, yes. So if you want to take a judgment, if you want to judge someone, those are the things that you need to focus on. Rather than that, other than that, your judgment is really fake. And you better keep quiet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you won't like the consequences at the end. Because God will judge you for that. <laughs> Be right in your judgment. That's all. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Musumba, for that. Yeah, guys. Uh, I think that's a key point to take home. Yeah, when you're going to judge anyone or anything, judgment could be used. It could be helpful for your discernment on a number of issues. Yeah, you could use it for if if your intention for judging should be repentance. Uh, over overall well-being of that person and restoration restoration so if none of that is a part of your intentions for judging anything or judging anyone keep the judgment to yourself don't don't judge stay away run run for your life don't judge people yeah thank you so much everybody for uh staying if you've been here from the beginning till now we are really 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 so appreciative this is the heart of worship ministry africa and this is hoima radio and this is the coffee chats show which happens every wednesday 9 p.m yeah i'm going to assign each and everybody who is here i'm going to assign you to bring one more friend invite a friend next wednesday as we're going to be discussing another interesting topic we might even have a guest coming next wednesday so stay tuned in yeah follow don't forget to follow follow us that every notification so that you can get notifications every time we go live and also like like the show 
keep liking the show that's amazing we love you so much and that's to be it for today i'm going to say the closing prayer i'm going to say the closing prayer and we shall call it a day father lord in heaven i want to thank you for today thank you for the message that we've had thank you father for teaching us about judgment king jehovah father lord in heaven help us that we may learn to make right judgments help us only father that we may learn to make right judgments and also stay away from judgment that's not biblical king jehovah father lord in heaven i pray for all the listeners i pray for those who have been able to make it i pray for those who wanted to come but they couldn't join or king jehovah bless them or king jehovah bless each and every person who has listened to your word today that they may take it home and also apply it in their lives of king jehovah and also teach others about it, O King Jehovah. You're amazing. You're loving God. We bless your name, O King Jehovah. I pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you so much, O soul.